Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Ultimate Days of Future Cast, the podcast that talks about all things X-Men and some things Marvel. Gary, how are you today, my friend? I'm doing all right. Okay. Uh, days, you know... Uh, having an ultimate cast an ultimate cast Day. what would be your ultimate yep. dream podcast like any any format any 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 guests first of all <laughs> you get jimmy on the guitar <laughs> you, you get jimmy on the guitar and then you get keith moon on the drums oh you're speaking my language boy you're speaking my language buddy then you get the entirety of the black crows to play the rest of the instruments and then steven tyler oh. on vocals <laughs> 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 and they mostly talk about Israel and Palestine. And the whole thing is going to be um, produced by Skrillex. <laughs> yep. Mark Marin interviews them. Oh, no. All the songs are playing. <laughs> oh, God. This got worse so fast. <laughs> the ultimate universe fell apart really quick. That's Put the it back in 616. <laughs> 616 me, please. Um, the, uh, yeah, we're, we're, talk, we're wrapping up Ultimate X-Men and... Uh, we instead of doing the feedback thing they were talking about, we we were going to go into the next thing this this week yeah. during this string string episode. So, uh, should we say what that is in case people are listening to this on the public feed and want to read ahead? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, we're going to do the A v- A versus X A V X. Yep. Uh, not the uh, not the not the porno awards that's in Los Angeles. We're yes. not we're not we're not going to be covering uh, that this year. <laughs> I mean, we might. Like the, the year is young, but the that's not what we're going to do right away. Hey Cole, I've got some expenses you know? for you to approve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the uh, this version of the AVX uh, porn version of Cyclops and Gene Spray are very different. Yes. Like mm-hmm. it's a. I, I told you before that I I moved into an apartment once where there was a squirt porn in the walls called uh, Phoenix Releasing. Ooh, right. You have that. There's, told there's me an X Men tie in. Yeah, uh, Phoenix Releasing. <laughs> Interesting. It's like, what the hell is this drama? What is what um, is in the wall? I mean, <laughs> what is the? It was it was behind. Yeah, it was behind. Like there was like a little like crawl space. Okay. Kind of thing where you you could open it up and it would just went into the area behind the wall. Okay, gotcha. Like you know where you know the drywall and stuff would be or the the support struts and there was just a big stack of VHS porn there and it was like gushers colon Phoenix releasing. I, dude, so, porno names are just hysterical to me constantly. Like I, I don't, I don't really phrase, come across yeah. them anymore. But like releasing in terms of a yeah, it's yeah. such a passive verb. <laughs> or like squirting. It's like so you just let go. You know, it's all there is to it. To the the lady squirt orgasm. Also and taking you, that dark phoenix metaphor kind of literally, huh? <laughs> no, that's what I was gonna say. Like if this is an X Men tie, and I'd be totally fucking in. Yeah, that's the that's the gene spray. Um. That uh, no, we we I want to see how Cyclops turns into a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So this is Avengers versus X Men. We I have uh, I have not read any of this stuff. I think it's it's a huge crossover event. When we looked it up, it's something like seventy issues. Um, so yep. when that starts, when that stuff starts rolling out publicly, uh, just watch the feed on Days of Future Cast uh, on Twitter, or excuse me, DOFC Podcast on Twitter, and uh, we'll post a link to the guide that we're using. To, to go through issue by issue um also like we're gonna play this kind of fast and loose uh so if we get to do doing some of the tie-ins and i don't know they're not like really in depth like we may bundle those up in one episode or something so like yeah we're, we're, like i'm not i want to give us permission to skip something if it just fucking really sucks exactly yeah like i don't need to know yeah, speedball's <laughs> perspective unless it's something really interesting <laughs> like you're gonna have to work to get me to care about speedball exactly like you know uh 
so we're we're going by the reading list with the the soft plan to to do the the crossover uh in its entirety and if uh something happens and we restart read a bad book we'll stop but you know part of the idea of like seeing how wide this crossover was that i thought would be kind of fun is having an excuse on this show to cover you know some other parts of the marvel universe yeah absolutely. you know like I want I want to read some you know there are, there are writers and stuff and creators I'm not really familiar with because this is this whole era is kind of a you know black box for me and uh, you know what would it be like if we talked about like a Moon Knight comic on the show yeah or something like that Red like, Hulk I think, I think that's cool what's what's that dude's deal yeah yeah the, the Red Hulk <laughs> he fucking sucks I'll tell, I'll tell you that uh, <laughs> like, he, uh, he was showing up when I was like getting into comics when i first moved out here and i was like man who is this loser uh just <laughs> this guy sucks fucking, and like, he's giving me depression <clears throat> yeah the uh the, the jock hulk um but yeah so we're gonna get into that so we're gonna cover the last two uh issues of the first arc of uh ultimate x-men then we're gonna start with uh x sanction yep which is the kind of prequel comic that sets up avx and uh just um, some a little bit of housekeeping if you do want to send in stuff about ultimate x-men or Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Brood Saga or what have you, uh, daysoffuturecast.com slash contact or just DM me on Twitter. My DMs are open, so uh, you can just send me any of your filth and I will add it to the contact form. And same goes for AVX. Mm -hmm. So if you already have thoughts about it that you don't want to forget, just go ahead and send that to me and we'll do a big feedback roundup at some point. Yeah, we'll do a big feedback roundup. And by that point, like we'll definitely talk about Loki at some point. Oh like yeah, that. we'll like, probably we'll probably knows mix that in. Role. <laughs> yeah, like it's, you know, who who even knows what you know? They're gonna drop Wolverine in the Eternals. Like we we'll have other stuff to talk about as well. It's the future and it's wide open. Expect our three yeah. episode series on the Black Widow movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna cover it in depth. Um, Ultimate X Men number five, Killing Fields. Uh, did you notice that Colossus's hair lines up with the angle of the X? Mm-hmm. in ultimate x-men so it kind of looks like he's just kind of part of the font yep and i could see yeah, just, I, was, I could definitely see why they would do that but it does does make your does draw the eye a little bit to make you think like oh okay <clears throat> it's really strange like it i i kind of like it but also every time i see it it's the way it's drawing the eye is very weird in a graphic design sense i like this cover though um, like him just like doing the big chest pose on the on the cover is dope like i, I like that they're yeah. just going through all of our x-men for the covers yeah, big strong man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good good drawing. Uh, we, we last uh, left this group. They went off to go rescue the president's daughter, and uh, Beast got very seriously hurt during that, and Magneto showed up and made some good points, and Cyclops defected. Yep, he is uh, with Magneto. He, and the Brotherhood, that's where we we're going to start out, with them blowing up. Uh, looks like Big Ben. Yeah. I feel you know? like I've seen Big Ben blow up more times in my life than uh, just about any other monument, like between well, movies this, and, this and the, TV shows and whatnot. Yeah, Big Ben shows like has a rough time. This this is the Parliament Building, but uh, I don't know what the difference is between the Parliament Building and Big Ben. I would assume uh, it's the I'm same thing. American. Like if you yeah, if you build be, a you giant can... clock tower, you got to use it for government. Them's the rules. Yeah. <laughs> like we got to use it for something. It's just an empty clock. Otherwise, like there's so many fucking empty clocks, we're just wasting the space you know i put a single pringle in all mine sure because i need it you know i know there's that twitter account that runs like uh that's like a that talks about all of the ravens and apparently like if there's no ravens in big ben or something like that means that the monarchy is going to end or some shit like if you do you know any of this stuff like there's all mm, kinds of weird like you know bullshit around myths around big ben and ravens and the, the english royalty family or whatever 
whatever. Interesting. Uh, this starts off, you know, with the, the, you know, it just blew up and there's the aftermath of this and there are some bobbies, which are uh, what British people call cops, mm-hmm. standing around making a pretty uh, tasteless joke. One of them says, come back, IRA, all is forgiven, huh? Nice. Um, the, the Irish, you know, you know terrorist uh, there. But they, they know it's the Brotherhood yes. who have done it. Um, because they are the Brotherhood, because this is Mastermind disguising yes. them as cops. Uh, Cyclops yep. is super mad because Quicksilver was supposed to give them like a 15-minute warning before the building blew, uh, and instead they, he triggered the bomb after three minutes. Uh, so there's been some human casualties there that Cyclops is not prepared to 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 deal with and like cyclops buddy like you knew it was wrong <laughs> like can, can you handle that cyclops immediately grew a little wolverine chin beard I, dude, after joining the brotherhood and, sh- and shaved his head to have like a little, little mo- like not a mohawk but whatever they call like the shaved head curly I, hair situation just the side yeah it's it's incredible the way that he's like i'm a villain now <laughs> then, like, immediately went manscaped <laughs> like that's the first move gene wouldn't ever let me have this <laughs> gene's like dude gene. i didn't say anything about your facial hair i wonder if you would take me to prom yeah. like that's that was it yeah, like, all you do is ask me to coffee i didn't care if you had a fucking chin strap dude um <laughs> yeah it is one of the worst facial hair styles yes uh, it's yeah. very funny if you've ever uh, want, wanted fred song. durst to cosplay cyclops here you go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, um you know then the brotherhood obviously are very cavalier you know he's like they're like, oh, you know, we didn't warn warn the animals, but also the British were going to make their own fleet of sentinels and we stopped them. Yeah. You know, why isn't, why aren't you happy, Cyclops? Uh, we get the beginning of Scarlet Witch kind of hitting on him, you know, uh, which is going to be part of like Magneto tries to set him up with, with Scarlet Witch yeah. uh, during this a little bit, which is uh, pretty wild. Um, and they, he had stolen the Blackbird. This is now the Brotherhood jet. <laughs> uh, he flies them back to the Savage Land. Um, and we switch over to Washington, D.C., where Gene and Wolverine are living in a, uh, or not living, but staying in a very fancy hotel room together. Uh, they've obviously been yep. um, making the beast with two backs, if you will. Yes. You want making to the Hank, Re- Hank McCoy. Doing with... the Hank McCoy, yes. That's what, they, <laughs> that's what they we call eat, it nowadays. They've eaten an irresponsible amount of McDonald's, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a is a weird touch. Like, I'm just trying to imagine Gene Gray sitting down and, like, scarfing on a double... McCheese or something. Yeah, the, it's a weird um, dichotomy between making her like a teenager that would eat a lot of McDonald's, but also in a sexual relationship with this like eighty-year-old dude. <laughs> like, I get this, it. This, this, this a World War Two veteran who she met. <laughs> like, and I don't know, man. Uh, like, there, there's there's some leavings on the on the table here, and like, I had to ask myself, like, was this the post the pre-sex like charge up because that seems super gross <laughs> or was it the post-sex Dude. reward which also seems super gross like ne- no time i don't know i don't know what it is about yeah, mcdonald's it, and sex i have in my mind but the two shall never meet <laughs> well there's an incredibly strong smell to a mcdonald's yeah like that is one of the least sexy smells in the world and the other option is that this was like yesterday or something and then just fucking disgusting because yeah. there's a lot of food on the table and the sandwiches on there the way they draw it it looks like they ate half a turtle like a sandwich mm-hmm. like they just grabbed a fucking turtle in the shell and ate it like a submarine sandwich uh it's just really you know disgusting i'm very disappointed in gene gray <laughs> very disappointed um i can safely yeah. say that i've never eaten mcdonald's and then had sex without a shower in between like ever in my life no. there's ne- there's never no, been I mean, a time 
I don't, I don't really like, I'll eat at McDonald's in an airport sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like every once in a while I'll get a wild hair and be like, yeah, that's, that sounds good. But it, I don't feel good afterwards. Never. Like it doesn't smell good. I don't feel good. Mm-mm. Like my farts are fucking, you know, absolute, you know, S rank room clearers, like just mm-hmm. paint peeling, you know, from here to Timbuktu. I can like, only eat at McDonald's in a 30 mile radius because that stuff, like I have to be home shortly afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to go to the Bikini Atoll to like, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the island is going to be desolate. Like I, I can't do it, you know. Um, he, Jean Grey is trying to get a hold of Cyclops and he's not answering his phone, you know, and she's starting to feel guilty. Like maybe he ran off because I decided to fuck this veteran. Um. You know, and Wolverine is just being a cad. I thought you supported the troops, you know Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you supported the Third Amendment. Quarter this troop inside my home, if you know what I mean. Um, that's the opposite of the Third Amendment. The, uh, but he, Wolverine is being a cad, and he's just like, yeah, you know, Charlie's going to have a hard time with this, you know, because, you know, explain to the president that one of his former students just blew up Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Jean Grey kind of teases him about this, you know, and he says, you know, I guess everyone is wrong about you, huh, Mr. Wolverine? And he goes, no, Jean, everyone is absolutely right. And then pulls the blanket up. And this is a little cliffhanger. We're going to see what he says a little bit later. Meanwhile, the, the uh, Xavier is at the White House with the rest of the team, Iceman, Beast, Colossus, and Storm, meeting the president and kind of talking about this and being like, hey, I hope I hope you're still not planning on, you know, I hope you're not planning on making more sentinels or anything. And he's like, Oh no, not at all. Like we're, we're still, we're still totally on board. Like we're not going to make any more sentinels, but first we got to take care of this little savage land problem. Uh, because of cycle, they could have given beast, uh, crutches that were his height. No, not at all. They don't make them adjustable. (laughs) Yeah. It wouldn't have been a cool thing to do for him. Hey, Richard Reed. Uh, Hey, no. Okay. Okay. You sure? All right. Some unstable crutches that like go up to my fucking armpits. Uh, weirdly enough this president is just straight up george bush uh that was not something marvel ever did yeah like marvel always you know had an xp um or oftentimes did at one point like obama talked to the green goblin armory and that in the comic oh good um but the <laughs> the uh this is just george bush um you know, and he, Obama. Uh, Do you think Obama was asking, "Hey, that little flyer you got? Can you like remotely pilot that? No reason. No reason. I'm asking at all." Yeah. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, you mean the Infinity Gems? Obama chuckled. <laughs> um, the, uh, so uh, yes, you know they have to take care of this thing in the Savage Land. Um, and the big idea here is that they finally found it. Um, they were having a hard time. You know, they couldn't find it before. They found it because the Blackbird went there and they tracked it. Um, and storm under breath is like way to go Cyclops and, uh, Xavier hushes her. So, you know, this is the idea. This was the plan all along. Mm-hmm. This is a fake defection to find this place and stop Magneto. <clears throat> and, uh, now it's, they're going to sit, excuse me, a bunch of Sentinels after it. Uh, and of course the X-Men kind of freak out about this, but it's a, it's a little bit too late. And Xavier warns the president of like, Hey, you know, if you just go to a random country and start dropping bombs, it could completely change the geopolitical landscape for years to come. And George Bush is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've not, no, never heard those words <laughs> like, in my life. Um, like, especially a, a country, country with a Magneto and dinosaurs in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a great country to, to bomb. I don't know why I like a Magneto a whole lot. That really cracks me up. (laughs) We get, uh, when he decides to do it, we get this awesome splash page of a bunch of Sentinels, like busting out of the earth's crust Mm -hmm. uh, to fly out. Like, I love this image. One of my favorite images in the arc. 
uh, just, just really, really cool. Even though it would suck really bad if you were just like taking a hike here and the, the ground got all sentinelled. Yeah. This would be, where, where do they put these? Is this, like, cause you know, one missile silo for a nuclear bomb, I get, but like, this is a lot. Usually you do a silo too. You don't just like put them underground so they have to bust up through the crust. Fucking trash. You know, there's no sentinel silos. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we go back to, to Magneto, uh, where he's talking to, uh, the Cyclops and he's basically trying to console him. You know, uh, he's saying like, Cyclops is saying like, yeah, I don't really have this thirst for killing, you know, and Magneto is trying to justify it. Like you haven't killed anybody, you know, Quicksilver did, um, you know, he hopes that if we're cruel, this will bring us together, but it's the opposite. You know, uh, we need to rule through love and we get to see Magneto's pet pterodactyl. Yes. Uh, which I love. Very cool. Um, just imagine to open up your window and like a pterodactyl swings down and like you just feed it a grape or something and it just yeah, flies away. Like Pee-wee's Playhouse, man. Yeah. It's fucking like Pee-wee wild. had one of those. It's one of the many things he has in common with Magneto. <laughs> one of the um, many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cyclops really can't get over this, the human cost of this mission though. Like he's, he's literally seen with like tears running down, uh, underneath his visor. Um, because he's thinking about all of the people they quote scraped off the walls back in London. And of course, uh, Magneto t- takes this opportunity to get on his high horse about uh, how horrible humans are, how we've ruined the, ruined the climate, and how all of his family were like gas shot or roasted alive in one of their quote periodic genocides. And we see a little like flashback to uh, World War Two in Auschwitz. Um, and like it's it's interesting to me because like Cyclops responds to this and it's like you sound exactly like Adolf Hitler right now. And he d- absolutely does. Like, it's weird yeah. that they are u- still using the background and everything. Because, again, like, here's your chance to get away for, to, from all of your history and everything and, like, keep the characters kind of isolated from and, and or create something new with the character in mind. Um, but they just go so hard with Magneto. Yeah. It's just weird. Well, the the idea is he's he's being manipulative like he's yeah. he's saying this stuff that you know because he he dodges the question like he's like you sound like hitler and he goes actually he was one of theirs and it's like i, th- I think cyclops knew that hitler wasn't a mutant you know that doesn't really answer cyclops's question uh he's <laughs> he's dodging it he's trying to you know use cyclops as a tool and he knows this is how he gets what he wants from cyclops is by playing this you know ends justify the means you know kind of extremist that you know he's talking about in the future like you know, we're going to make this, this is going to make the air breathable for, for our children. You know, we're not going to kill as any humans that we don't need to, et cetera. You know, you don't have to kill for me. Um, the perfect world is coming. Yeah. Um, and he starts trying to set up his daughter, you know, incidentally, are you coming to the Scarlet Witch's poetry recital in the dream room? Oh my God. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes it sends a shiver down my spine, dude. That sounds horrifying. Yeah, imagine. Uh, and he says, you know, what is this in that Epsilon Omega language she's reading? And it's like this mutant language uh, that he's, he's starting. Like he's really trying his own mutant culture. Um, we get a little cameo from Gambit. Uh, here, even though Ultimate Gambit would show up later and, and look pretty different, that also looks like Kitty in Pride in the, in the center of that frame too. Oh yeah, yeah, that does kind of look like Kitty Pride. Yeah, odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also shows up as just a normal character, but that's yeah, it's interesting. This is just them, you know, they didn't know what they were gonna do. Yeah, they had they really didn't have any plans beyond the first couple of arcs, I'm sure. So, yeah. Um, then Magneto really overplays his hand. 
It's like one of the funniest lines in this book. Uh, this this whole bit. He's like, you know, she finds you very attractive. She told me she she told me she's thinking of seducing you afterwards. Cyclops has no response to this, which like, what would you even say? Yeah, like, absolutely okay. not say anything. And then Magneto says, Cyclops, this might sound weird, but if Quicksilver's <laughs> around tonight, would you do me a favor and refer to me as father while we're standing in his presence? And it's the funniest fucking thing I've read. Dude, <laughs> like, just, like, I, I lost just it. like number one. When Magneto is asking you, uh, can you, like, this might sound weird, run. Like, you know this shit's going to be yeah, off the yeah, wall. Yeah, Magneto's yeah, giving you the warning. Most you say sounds weird, my dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then, number two, like, I, I don't know. Like, I've, I've had stepdads before, and literally none of them uh, have ever asked me to call them dad, thankfully, because just what a horrible idea that that is in my head. Like, I don't, I never, yeah. ever happened. And I, I mean, like, and for Cyclops, who lost his father, presumably, like, I'm assuming they're keeping something around the same history but like having him lost his father and then like hey call me dad in front of my kid like yeah, I, how, that, how long has he been here like yeah. also, like, don't conscript me into your fucking psychological warfare with your son yeah i don't i'm you just kind of here to save the world not i don't know what that is i don't like it though yeah. <laughs> like, it's moving a little quick my man like i don't know how long much time is supposed to have been passed but not enough to have you be my dad Imagining joining uh, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and then, like, A, thinking that they're not evil mutants and B, finding out that they're a swinger group at the, at the end of every yeah, mission yeah, and, like, oh, wait, familial no. swingers. Like, you know, I don't want- we're all each other's family, Dad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I fucking, I love too uh, that, like, why Magneto is doing this because it totally just bites him in the ass. Like, this is a plot point. We've been talking about how shitty he treats Quicksilver. And it's just pure sadism yeah. because it doesn't manipulate Quicksilver into doing, you know, what Magneto wants. It manipulates Quicksilver into killing Magneto, basically. Yeah. Like, it's really silly. Like, we cut over to hanging out in Dinosaur Land with uh, Wanda and Quicksilver, and he's saying, like, why is he hurting me? Like, have I been such a shitty son that I have to cry myself to sleep every night? You know? And, uh, you know, he's like, Quicksilver, Wanda's like, oh, the blob says. It's because, you know, he resents us because we were his kids, like we were the constants, you know, and also a reminder of his weakness. You know, he had sex with a homo sapien and had us. So, like, this is him miscegenating, and that's why he's mean to us. And Quicksilver says again, this fucking the funny lines of this. I wish you'd stop criticizing me in front of people. He even said my mutant power was effeminate this morning. Yikes. Like, what does that mean? Like, it's, it's super speed. That's not gendered. It's like fucking the, the, like Magneto showing up on the Joe Rogan podcast to talk about traditional gender roles disappearing or something like. <laughs> oh no! It's, it's, it's not good. Horrible. It's so dumb. It's very dumb. Like, also, uh, just you know, between Magneto saying, uh, "Hey, this is going to sound a little weird," and Scarlet Witch going, "Well, the Blob <laughs> says," like, excuse me, <laughs> you're quoting the Blob. Well, I mean, well, the Blob said it. I guess it's. He's always been giving me solid counsel before um <laughs> yeah that dude that dude does my taxes he's great <laughs> <laughs> the guy who does uh you know farts that shake the foundations that you sign permissions for quicksilver yeah that guy's got some insight into our relationship with our father <laughs> he, he, he wants to have a sit down are you willing to have a sit down with the blob or you just don't care about this relationship <laughs> <laughs> men would rather do anything than have a sit down with the blob <laughs> same agreed i'm men <laughs> <laughs> i'm in this picture and i like it um yeah uh, they get interrupted by uh seeing the sentinels yes. show up 
and uh, the Sentinels attack. Uh, and it looks yep. like a pretty all-out massacre. We see um, they're really like kind of overplaying the Sentinels a little bit to me. Like we've seen them like kind of eradicate some stuff before, and like it's kind of the same thing. Like we see them shooting some beams and people dissolving. We see them stepping on some mutants, knocking over buildings. Uh, you know the whole nine uh, until uh, as you know Quicksilver and Cyclops are trying to save people. Magneto is like, oh, these guys are made of metal. I've got a plan, and then does some baller yeah. Magneto shit. Uh, I like that he does this with style. Like he raises all the sentinels up into a giant ring around him and then starts doing awesome. the, the reprogramming. Like it looks very cool. Yeah. The, the, yeah. This is an incredible image. This is probably the strongest art in this issue Yeah, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that we've seen, I think. Um, it's also, but I mean, again, just it, it being Mark Millar. So everyone acts kind of stupid. I don't know what they expected sending the sentinels at Magneto. Like the whole point was Magneto's there. And it ends up way worse than they ever thought. Like, he reprograms them to make them anti-human sentinels. But even if he just killed them, that wouldn't be great. Yeah. You know? Um, And everyone's freaking out about this. Like, this is a big deal. Like, the sen- you know, the humans can't defend themselves. Like, the humans don't have powers or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? So even even the Brotherhood, like, even Mastermind and, and Blob and stuff are like, yeah, this is, this is intense. Yeah. Um, Magneto says, you know, we're going to make them feel how we feel. Like every mutant dying at your feet is going to be, you know, repaid a hundred thousand fold, you know, uh, by this. Um, and, uh, Cyclops is like, what about this perfect world? You told me, you said, we're going to teach the human race and not exterminate them. And he says, humanity isn't going to die. Just America. Dun, you know, dun, dun. He's going to fuck up. Yep. And uh, he, you know, flies uh, away with all of his Sentinels off to D.C. so that he can go kill the president. And, of course, this is uh, Cyclops' breaking moment where he realizes this was the war that Xavier's been trying to um, stop this whole time. Uh, And he's kind of having this moment. And Quicksilver comes over and, like, puts his hand on his shoulder. And (laughs) Cyclops just knocks it off. And it's like, drop dead, dirtbag. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) and Quicksilver's like, hey, my dad knows what's best. And, like, nobody respects Quicksilver. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing that that character became, like, kind of a badass in Ultimates. That was also written by Mark Millar. Like, he forgot how he had been characterizing him as a sad sack everybody shits on that's really strange to me like that they would go back and forth like that but you know hey it's just like the mcu and the the x-men movies i guess so yeah yeah. no uh and this ends with with cyclops pulling out his communicator watch and letting uh xavier know there's a situation and uh in between Uh, panels he shaves off his little his little uh stripe down his chin just to make sure (laughs) can't have xavier seeing that bad boy you know Uh, and that's the uh, that's the end of the issue. That's it. Um, this that's is it. good. This is fun. Like, I mean, Magneto being so over the top. I think the over the topness is what this Ultimate series really starts out for me. Like, I remember reading the the actual Ultimates, and you know, does this A on my head stand for France and all that kind of stuff that you remember from yeah, the Ultimates? Yeah. Like, the massive over the top, extreme Ultimate kind of attitude this has. It's kind of winning me over. Like, I would probably read more of this just to have fun. So. I mean, again, again, it it reminds me of the '90s tour that we did, where it's like part of this is indulging in um, some crapulence, mm-hmm. you know, indulging in some lowbrow uh, fights, you know, uh, with with huge archetypes of really big personalities that are not very nuanced. And like the thing I love about the X Men is like I love you know I love the characters in the X Men. I don't uh, I don't think uh, you know they're 
you know, perfect or anything or like super literary, but I do play, you know, I do like these books because I like, I have affection for the characters. This version of the characters is not very well characterized. It's just taking their basic concepts and like throwing those action figures against each other mm-hmm. and a well-balanced diet includes that. Yeah. You know, I, I have my more cerebral intellectual X-Men. I have my high drama Shakespearean X-Men. I also have my dumb as nails, like humans versus mutants versus Sentinels, big action spectacle X-Men. Yeah. You know, it, it's all good to me. Yeah. It, you know, as you've said several times, like it's fun seeing X-Men do X-Men shit. So like, I've got that, mm-hmm. I got that disease. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. I think that's it. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days to finish out our first X-Men ultimate X-Men arc. Uh, and then after that, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to be switching over to AVX. Follow us on various social medias. Hit us up at patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and the network directly. Uh, you get all kinds mm-hmm. of benefits for doing that, including exclusive content, episodes early, access to a Slack. Uh, you get to tickle Gary once a month, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it, you have to fly out. Like, there's no expenses paid. And because of the pandemic, you have to do it through a Waldo, like those things that Homer uses to manipulate nuclear rods. So you're talking about a glory uh, hole, but- is what I'm hearing. <laughs> No, no, no. Well, if you put your dick in the Waldo, unless you're really packing heat, you're not going to fill that glove. See, everybody, you there's know? a challenge. $10 tier. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I know our fans. Nobody's packing the Waldo. Whoa. Uh, you hear that, everybody? <laughs> challenge. <laughs> it's the size of an arm, man. Like, <laughs> like, it's like circus-style dick. Hey, we don't it's know. Not... We don't know, man. Don't don't assume. Talking night, nightcrawler cock. The, um, Yeah. So uh, if you can handle the Waldo and you can, you can get your way out here, sure. Yep. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening, But if you put your dick in there, that's a, that's a very high tier. So <laughs> We're leaving. Somebody's going to fucking slip into my DMs based on this you think conversation. So? I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I hope not. I'm going to ask you about that uh, after I hit uh, a marker so we can stop the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Umbasa. Umbasa. Umbasa.